Did you know? Dreamt is the only word in the English language that ends with M-T. No number from 1 to 999 includes the letter A in its word A jiffy is an actual unit of time. But you'll absolutely never use People it. People used to answer the phone by saying ahoy instead of hello. Messages from your brain travel along your nerves at up to 200 miles per Apple hour. Apple seeds contain cyanide. Dr. Seuss invented the word nerve. You are 13.8% more likely to die on your birthday. The little dot above a lowercase i in J has a name. It's called a tittle. A group of hippos is called a blow. Captain Crunch's full name is Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch. The first Nerf ball package claim the toy can't hurt babies or old people. They lie. Welcome to the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast, found on the web at www.lunchcrew.org and wherever fine podcasts are streamed. Now, lactose tolerant. All right. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast. I'm Patrick. That's Brandon. And over there's Ken. Hi, Ken. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. I was just introducing ourselves, you know, just in uh, case we've picked up new uh, new listeners. Uh, yeah. to... <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah, well, all right. All right. We're, we're, no, no. we're syndicated now on all the places. Oh, all good. All the places? All the places. All the places. Remember, it's in our tagline. We're all fine. Yes, the places. Mm-hmm. Or, well, where all the fine podcasts are streamed. Ew. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, how did to, they get us? I, I believe uh, we sent Ken uh, out in his uh, uh, homeless waif costume, and he said, "Please, sir, please let us stream our podcast, please." Okay, today, today we're gonna have a we're, we're gonna start out with uh, as as uh, we've started to do with the second uh, season, a little bit of light uh, snacky fare for the lunch crew, the lunch the lunchtime lunch pod crew cast. Uh, and then we're going to get into our our major topic today which is uh which is cancel culture or or call out culture which is something that ties quite closely with uh with the gaming culture and, and we'll have some some uh discussion about that but but first first guys how are you i'll let ken go first okay i'm gonna let you go first uh all right then i'm fine saying. thanks for asking no how no about no we we'll, we'll just go at the same time yeah. <laughs> we can go at the same time absolutely yeah. oh no uh, i'm really well thanks for asking yeah yeah my health's good I'm oh. super. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Brandon? I'm doing well. <laughs> so how are you, Patrick? Oh, I'm just ducky, just ducky, ducky. ducky so, huh? so you're ducky you're roasted and tastes like oranges. I have French fries fried in my fat. I'm that ducky. Yeah, uh, things are good. I uh, I got an email today from uh, Zillow, which uh, informed me that my neighbor's house, which was recently purchased about a month ago, sold for an absurd amount of money. So now I'm eyeing my house going, I don't need to live here anymore, do I? <laughs> yeah, you got to watch out for Zillow, though, man. It's They do send those emails to just about everybody. Well, uh, okay, yes, yeah. Zillow says, "Hey, your house is worth a lot of money." But the thing is, is that it, it linked me to the site where I can see how much my neighbors' houses are worth. Mm-hmm. Which That's is Zillow. <laughs> well, no, no, it's not Zillow. It's it's uh, taken from the uh, uh, the county auditor uh, for the last time the house was sold. Okay. So I got to see the sale price of my neighbor's house, and it makes me go, "Man, yeah." Uh, hey, Pat. Yeah. Uh, or actually, uh, we'll go by the script order. Uh, hey, hey, Brandon. 
Yes, sir. What was your favorite preteen cartoon? Why are we now, talking see, about this anyway, Patrick? The reason why is that uh, I gave everyone homework this week, like I did last week, and this one is the favorite preteen cartoon, the cartoon that you just had to rush home and watch or wake up wicked early on Saturday to watch. Uh, we, we touched a little bit about it last season. So we'll start with Brandon. Brandon, you had you were very quick to respond very precisely uh, with with your yours. It, what is it? Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, a particular episode from season one, um, episode five, out to launch. Um, the the Rescue Rangers go into space, essentially, is, is what's going on. Um, the reason why that was my favorite episode uh, is simply because at that point in, in my life, I think I was like 11, maybe 12, I desperately, desperately wanted to go into space. I wanted to be an astronaut. That was my thing. And seeing the Rescue Rangers, which at the time was one of my favorite cartoons, go into space, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is fantastic. Absolutely adored it. I just, again, I loved anything having to do with space, NASA. I was on it, and, and it was it was what I was doing. <laughs> so how come, you haven't, how come you haven't sponsored a mod for KSP to turn all the uh, Kerbals into uh, Chippendale characters? You know, I, I would have never thought about it. But I did have a a female Kerbal named Gadget. So oh, nice. Okay. Well, here here's the problem. Could could you slaughter Chip and Dale to um, the same degree that you slaughter the Kerbals? Probably, absolutely. Well, you'd also <laughs> you'd also do it like uh, the Jebediah Kermans, where they they come back if you slaughter them in certain game conditions. So. Well, you've you've seen some of my games. You know that I don't bring them back. <laughs> Fair enough. If they die, they die. See now that's counter to the whole whole episode out to launch because the rest of the the Rangers had to build their own rocket to rescue Chip yes. and Dale. Yes. It's like you watched half the episode and took heart only <laughs> in launching them into space. Well, at the time I was only interested in the launching into space part. I didn't really care about recovery. Fair Remember enough. I was 11 or 12 and mortality wasn't something that was uh yeah, yeah, that's true. W- wasn't something then? Because, like, the way you go through Kerbin's man. So, Ken, <laughs> what, what is your favorite cartoon when you were a kid? So, yeah, I, I kind of hemmed and hawed about this because there was a lot that I really liked. But probably the one that stood out was, you know, Danger Mouse. I probably mentioned it at some part. part. Um, but really, I think because at the time it was, like, on PBS. No, it was on Nickelodeon, I think. So yep. Nickelodeon. It was just a different type of humor compared to a lot of the other cartoons that I was watching at the time, like, you know, Smurfs and, you know, uh, Smurfs that were bears, the gummy bears. And, you know, and it was, of course, the underwater uh, Smurfs, He-Man, the Snorks. Yeah. Don't, you know, just don't, don't even, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't even, you know, you know why Ken Uh, danger mouse was British. Exactly. Yeah. And I was watching a lot of doctor who on PBS and stuff like that at the time. So, uh, huh. uh, huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, so basically, as you say, it's the 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 dry humor mm-hmm. of Danger Mouse. Uh, did you also? Now, let me ask you: Did you also enjoy the spy movies, the the 007 movies, as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, uh, my family uh, we would watch a lot of the, you know the James Bond movies and stuff like that. And did you watch uh, James Bond Junior. The cartoon? I mean, no, no. There was one. There was. How long ago was that? Um, I believe it was 19, probably 88 or 89. Wow. That would count. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was produced, debuted on in 91. So ah. 
I was uh, not preteen in '91. So you're full on teen. I was full on teen. Yeah, same and, here. So yeah. okay, well, mine was any Inspector Gadget because it it fell right when I got home from school, uh, and that also explains your affection for cats. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, or how I, about your your cat's affection for you? <laughs> there's no explanation for that no the, the the whole reason the whole reason i enjoyed it was not just because it was uh, a, a silly show and a great uh, cartoon or anything like that because it kind of wasn't but it also had the voice work of um uh don adams i think is that his uh, name? yes yeah get from smart. get smart yep and well, he did a lot uh, of other stuff but get smart is what he's known for get smart's where yeah where you know him from most people know him from and here's the thing it was very Pavlovian because every time I, I got home, I'd have a snack and it would be a strawberry Pop-Tart. And if I was lucky, it would hit frosting. And if they were frosted, I could eat the Pop-Tart in such a way that by the first commercial break, I had just nibbled around the edges, leaving the frosting and the filling and the nasty dry... The crust? Crust yeah, like gone. You know? You know, I, I guess it took you mentioning that, but I forgot that there are even unfrosted Pop-Tarts as an option. Yep. Hey, yep. You know, I've completely forgotten about that too. I've I, not seen a, an unfrosted pop tart in forever. Yep. Yep. I can't imagine why, because the filling must be all pure sugar anyway. So. <laughs> right. But well, anyway, that, yeah. It's a, it's a texture thing, right? Because yeah. the frosting is like really just a hard, flat, you know, candy. It's like a mat. It's like a magic shell uh, layer of. Uh, Sugar on top, right? Nice, nice toss out to the magic shell. The best thing to have on your soft serve ice cream. Soft serve? Well, yeah, okay, sure. You can put it on soft serve too. You put well, it on yeah. basically anything that's, cold, really. Is that, that's that's where you take it and you dip it in, and that's where your Dairy Queen, you know, your cone has a coating of. Hmm. Okay. I've been to Dairy Queen forever. That's not really a bad thing. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, Orange Julius's are still as good as I remember them. I find that nothing is as good as I remember them. That's because you're a bitter old man. So Wes's favorite is Sabaro. Wait, sorry, we're not talking. Wes's favorite. We're not talking about things in malls and okay. That disappoint us ridiculously. (laughs) Yeah. So Wesley's favorite cartoon when he was a kid, and I happen to have been there when this happened, uh, is the Animaniacs, in particular Yakko's World. Um, and this is kind of sweet. So, uh, is this yeah. the one where they do the song? Yeah, where where he sings uh, all the nations of the world of the time. Oh, yeah. My da- my daughter knows that song, and it's fantastic. Um, and uh, recently, uh, Rob Paulson resang it with an updated version with all the current oh. nations of the world. Because there's a there's a few more. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a few less. Um, well, I th- I, well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Yakko's World is his favorite, and he says it's it's one of his favorites is because when we were on trips together, I used to sing it, and uh, in a near near perfect, he says, uh, impression of Yakko, which is really nice of him to say, and I'm not going to su- make you suffer and listen to that. Thank you. You're oh, welcome. <laughs> maybe, maybe Wes will add it in. Nope. <sighs> you mean to tell me there's no audio of you doing that? Yep. Yeah, okay. He'll find there it. There isn't. He'll find it. <laughs> Nope, he doesn't have it. Trust me. Trust me. I made um, sure. Yeah. No one has it. You know, maybe maybe that'll be the intro for next week's podcast. All right. So, uh, so uh, after the break here, uh, we will get into today's topic, which is cancel culture. 
which is uh, a little more serious than normal. So uh, we'll see if we can get some fun out of this one. We'll see you after the break. Welcome back to the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast. Uh, today, today we have a serious subject to talk about. And uh, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Usually I don't, honestly. I don't have any children, so that makes that... That you know of! Uh, I have a whole lot of my coworkers looking for children because they're trying to find a reason for me to stay in my current employer, so... <laughs> They, they figure college funds would do that. Wait, 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 wait. This conversation could go south quickly. Are they looking for children to entice you to stay? Because if so... No, 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 no. They're, they're looking for obligations that will be a financial burden upon myself to prevent me from retiring. That is so much better than how I was picturing it previously. Yeah, I'm glad that... Yeah, okay. Because that wasn't even a... Con yeah. Hey, yeah, Wes, many, many, many. I would like a copy of that. You're a sick man. <laughs> so, guys, uh, what uh, is cancel? <laughs> what is cancel culture? Do either of you know off the top of your head without looking at the script? Nope. So I assume uh -huh. this is the opposite of Firefly culture. And I mean that, which is a weird way of putting it. But in Firefly, you had a giant call of people to say, hey, bring our show back. It never did. We went to a movie, whatever. So the opposite being uh, you have a giant uproar of uh, people, vocal minority, not vocal minority. That's really insignificant for the purposes of this definition. That petition, it, a, the company, the producer, the organization to do a thing, which is usually remove someone, cancel them. Uh, this this is like getting in like the whole like Louis C.K. Mm -hmm. That's thing exactly that what it is. Thing, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what what the whole thing is is it's a form of public shaming. It's call out uh, outrage culture. It's a it's a form of public shaming that aims to hold individuals and groups accountable for their actions, um, usually by calling attention to behavior that is perceived to be problematic, and mostly on social media. So um, this is the the social media version of name and shame, right? Right, and and the thing is, is it's it's horribly effective. Um, and it's it is extremely toxic in my opinion, but uh, it, it's it's cancel culture. It just like you said with the with the Firefly culture, or even more recently with the Expanse, uh, surviving with two more seasons on Amazon Prime. Uh, I think it was Sci-Fi originally. Uh, it describes a form of boycott in which someone, usually a celebrity, has shared a questionable or unpopular opinion. This definition is from Wikipedia, by the way, or has had behavior that is perceived to be offensive uh, that's called out on social media. And they, because of that, they are canceled. And we'll, we'll go into a little bit more in depth about uh, popular celebrities and stuff like that. But it does have a it does touch a little bit into um, video games as well. And we'll touch on that as well. So it, it, guys, it's all, all forms of, of media or you could yeah. say expression if you want to put it that way. So so can you can you tell me why it's bad? Um, because people can make mistakes, I'm guessing that's that would be bad for me. You know, somebody makes a mistake and attributes something to me and all of a sudden the cancel culture hits me, ruins my livelihood or whatever I have. And, you know, I'm screwed out of it. And it comes out later that it's just a mistake. I don't get back whatever I built up. That's right. That's and, right. And, yeah. and 
I'm going to invoke my Godwin's wall, law definition, which is I think it's okay to just randomly punch Nazis <laughs> until the popular media redefines me as a Nazi. That's true. That's true. In certain circles. So you would yeah. be considered a Nazi. Yeah. Uh, by yeah. Or, I, I consider myself state. very progressive, but I'm not to a lot of people. So <laughs> if you're, say, anti fascist, you're then defined as a fascist because you're anti fascist. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. We, we feel all extremists what? should be shot. You know, that actually touches on on, a, on an issue that this whole thing is about. This whole cancel cancel culture, the outrage culture, is this idea that no longer are we people with variants of, of opinion. It's either you're with me or you're against me. Yep. And if for, your opinion isn't exactly mine, well, I'm outraged. Yes. You're, yes. you're for us or against. So here's, a, here's another uh, example of why call out or cancel culture is a bad idea. Um, and this, this deals with something that happened on reddit.com uh, shortly after the Boston Marathon bombing. I remember uh, that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a, a bunch of sleuths of, of um, what's the called? They're amateur sleuths poured over all the available information and pinpointed one specific person as the bomber. So and they, just, they, they just like found photographs from the area and like this guy is around or something like that. Yeah, yep. it was this guy. He's no longer, he had all sorts of reasoning. They doxed him and doxing is, you know, giving out public information or private information, excuse me, giving out private information in the public. You know, all they, they just really were sure. Well, it turns out the poor kid. Completely uh, wrong. <laughs> completely wrong and had committed suicide for unrelated issues shortly after the bombing. This whole thing just because of the, the whole, you know, idea that this was the case you know this whole mentality this 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 whole thing of using social media in such a way um caused serious damage um but there are good and positive versions of cancel or call out culture and i put a couple in the script here but can you guys think of any above and beyond what maybe i've 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 talked about in regards to gaming absolutely when ea got called out for loot boxes in, in battlefront 2 yeah, right. it's actually yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Sense of pride and accomplishment. Yes. Also on Reddit, what that issue was was uh when they got called out, one of their representatives said, Oh hey, it's to help facilitate a sense of pride and accomplishment. Well uh, except it's random. It's yeah, well, yeah. Well, if you're able to get one of these things, hey, you know, pride and accomplishment. And I believe uh it is the most downvoted comment in the history of Reddit. Wow. Yeah. It's an over 10-year-old, 12-year-old website, and uh, it was in the the tens of thousands, almost just, was it, I don't even remember the number. It's just amazing. Yes, so, yeah, in the gaming culture, to have that idea that uh, a publisher can do no wrong and, and whatnot, and to have the, the public go, you're wrong. Who was that, uh, I can't remember the name, um, because I'm just terrible with proper nouns in general. Um, it was a female reporter in the gaming industry and there was all kinds of uh was it was that the gamergate thing yes gamergate okay yeah so Which... i know for for good or bad regards of that outcome i know there was a lot of that going on in that uh that whole thing it okay gamergate in a nutshell is something that is has polarized people but the cause of it the original cause is not necessarily polarizing. It was, unfortunately, people getting involved in somebody else's private life. 
and this the, the there was accusations that a female game maker, not not necessarily a, uh, um, a reporter, uh, reporter had traded favors for good reviews. Now, if looking back in hindsight, looking back, no, that's not what happened whatsoever. Yes, there was something going on between her and her ex boyfriend. But it was basically airing dirty laundry. Well, everybody jumped on on one side or the other. Gamergate became such a huge thing. It just it you couldn't you couldn't say anything. Even people who were trying to be reasonable, going, "Hey, look, you know." Yeah, you just couldn't even talk about it. No, you could because people would jump on you. They would peg you in a in one or the other side. There again, no no middle ground, no ability to be able to say one way or the other. But that's not a positive. That one aspect of the gaming thing is not positive. Now, in a, in, in a uh, Culture aspect, you know, uh, Bill Cosby uh, got uh, uh, cancel cultured. Uh, uh, Louis C.K., just like you said. he well, he's... so, yes, Cosby, I feel, probably got can- uh, cancel cultured. But I think that was more of a whole legal thing. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to the social media aspects of that. And a lot of people, oh, we all made fun of them, no doubt. Do you know, do you know why it came up into the public consciousness? Why the Bill Cosby situation? Why came it came up. up to me because I heard about it being reported on the news, and more and more people. Okay, uh, but do you know why it gained enough of a, a, a groundswell? Nope. There was the other comedian that made fun of him for a while, um, whose name escapes me. Uh, uh, Bird. Yes, uh, yeah, Hannibal yes. Burris. Hannibal Burris. Yep. Okay, so um, he did it on social media, he, and it picked up traffic. No, no, no. He he was actually doing a show, and he brought up Bill Cosby uh, a lot. And it was it was like basically part of his set where he'd bring it up and, and make fun of Bill Cosby for a while. Okay. Um, and and Richard Pryor had done it as well too. But who? Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor had done it as well, and I think Eddie Murphy had talked about you know uh, Cosby and stuff like that over the years. Well, Eddie Murphy and Bill Cosby's feud has <laughs> <laughs> been is it goes back what decades now? Decades. Yep. Yep. But um. But I think it was a, it was Hannibal Burris that actually pushed it out into the mainstream, um, and that's when it it basically grew its legs and just took off. From there, we also have uh, Kevin Spacey. Um, but he Harvey... got recently uh, Kevin Spacey. I mean, <laughs> I have a, an interesting relationship with Ken, Kevin Spacey. Well, not like that. <laughs> okay, um, children for Ken and Kevin Spacey for Brandon. All right. <laughs> no, no, I before this he and this is this is kind of why the whole cancel culture thing is is, is kind of um, thin ice um i loved kevin spacey as an actor like his movies to me i, I fucking I, i'd watch pretty much any one of them and it, i would agree he's a, he, he's a good actor yes he is a good actor um and then cancel culture happened and it's just like well kevin spacey bad you can't no 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 and i'm just like well fuck man some of my favorite movies are kevin spacey movies what am I going to watch? Uh, waste time on now. Well, now you're a ah. horrible person if you watch House of Cards season and, one through four. Or if, or if you enjoy, um, uh, what the fuck is the name of that movie? Um, usual Suspects. The Usual American, Suspects. American which Beauty. It's a fantastic fucking movie. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. You know, you're you're absolutely yeah. right. Oh, what's but in the box? <laughs> exactly. There is still, you know, this the concept of calling someone out for bad behavior, like Harvey Weinstein. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, or calling out potential cult-like behaviors of organized religions, or not, religious-like behavior. Not of to legitimize cults. Weinstein's behavior at all, I find it reprehensible. Uh, 
apprehensive or reprehensible reprehensible thank you bad um but there's a reason that the casting couch trope existed that's true and we just didn't have any specific people to call out on it but it's it's a it's it was a thing that I, i maybe it was more of a bigger thing back in like you know the golden age of film or something like that i don't know uh, no, it's it's never been a thing back in the go. It's always been a thing, like you said. The and and if you if you look at the the history of somebody like uh, what's her name from uh, Wizard of Oz, the uh, actress. What was her name? Oh, this is Judy terrible. Garland. I had to look it up. Judy yeah. Garland. Judy Garland. She was yeah. yeah. She had to do. If you read her biographies, she had to do terrible things just to be in show business. And and it's you know everybody knows if you're a child actor, you have you're probably screwed up as an adult. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, so we, we, it's to the point where everybody's like, oh, that's just the way it is. It's not, it shouldn't be, it should not be okay. So the idea of calling this behavior out and saying it's not a good thing and we should not support it, that's great. There is, just like Brandon said, that uh, you have to be able to separate the, the, the crime from the art. Ethically, though, ethically, is it still a good idea to enjoy something that you know was created on the backs? Uh, well, on, well, I guess. Ha, yeah. Do you watch? Uh, oh man, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on the series. Christian Bell's TV series right now, The Good Life. I have not. I've watched the first season. Okay. So. Oh wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking The Good Place. Never mind. The, yeah, sorry. Good place. It is a good place. About. Yeah. Does it have With Christian Ted Bell in it? Yes, Ted did. Yes. Christian Bell. Yes. So there, there is an episode later on. It's not the current season, so no spoilers. And plus, it'd be five years from now anyway. Um, <laughs> where they, uh, they find out that uh, actually no one has gotten into heaven because it's a point system in the series in like five hundred years. Because in order for you to just eat an apple, you are tromping on the lives of five thousand people and polluting the environment. And just the modern world is connected in such a way that. Uh, you cannot effectively know the result of every action that you do. So that's, I don't know, that that that's just what jogged my memory when you said that. Yeah, the problem with that is you're kind of hand-waving. There is a point where, where, yes, you can't control, you can control what you can control, and there's points where you can no longer control it. Sure. So there is an aspect where, you know, you can sit there and say, yeah, it's a, it's a complete shame that Harvey Weinstein, you know, told actresses that to get ahead they had to you know give him sexual favors i don't know if that's the case i'm just bringing this up for an example that's terrible but man i really enjoyed clark so it kind of makes it okay not that it kind of makes it okay it's just that you know you have to you have to not you have to kind of be able to separate the two okay wait let me let me see if this is okay now that we're aware of it now they're aware of the crimes anything from from here on out will be suspect but you know what up no. until that point up until we had our innocence stripped away i it's it's okay to, to to enjoy those films that were there right is that is is i mean i'm not trying to say that's a wrong thing or right thing i'm just trying to trying to justify the idea that you know that now that we know things are bad anything new would be bad no not i see i wouldn't put it put it there either because um that that is actually taking away from from the the work that got put into whatever uh, media you're, you're consuming. Um, a, a lot of people that had nothing to do with. Yeah. That, like that more stuff. people had nothing to do with it than the people that had something to do with it. <laughs> so now, in the case of Harvey Weinstein, it's his money 
that allowed it to happen. And, you know, it's kind of like uh, I was given $5,000 from a, from a drug dealer to do whatever I want with it. Am I okay to use the money? Or, you know, is this money see, but, tainted somehow? See, but uh, see now, hold on. You have a drug dealer and you know that person is a drug dealer. That would be wrongfully taking that money, using it the way you want it to. Uh, but Harvey Weinstein was a he, he's a producer. You know that's what he does. He he you know gives money to production so that they can actually survive. You know that was his job. His job was to give away money, expecting something in return, which is funny because anyway, um, <laughs> the irony. But, yeah. but the thing is, is that the people who were taking the money probably Some knew something was up. I don't Some know. Of do them you... may have known. Do, do you think the catering company that catered the set that day really had that much involvement in that? I mean, I, I don't think it matters to the catering company because there's a point where, you know, it's just like the Apple. You know, at what point do you cease to care about the carbon yeah. footprint you're so creating? At, and at, what, at what point does that exist? Well, you still have, you know, there's a point where you have the producer, then you have the director, then you have all the all the people underneath who are responsible for making the decisions. If they're aware, say that their main actor or uh, their producer, or and, and or even take it to video games, or that the the company that makes the game uh, uh, has predatory practices when it comes to crunch time when it's making a video game. At what point do you hold the people who make decisions responsible? Not necessarily the people who feed those people who are being paid by those other people. You know, the ones who make the decisions. At what point do you say, okay, this is bad. This needs to change. Uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> so, and, and at I, what point? I, ideally, you know, it's the whole see something, say something. Um, right. So, so the the principles. Uh, so, if I had immediate, verifiable, or very, I was very confident in my understanding that there's a thing that happened, and that thing is reprehensible to me, whether it's illegal or not, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, then yes, it is my responsibility in theory as a person that I would, would want to be. It's entirely up to you because if I have no morals, then I really don't give a crap, right? Um, to, you know, take that person to task or take that company to task or take that gaming company to task. Uh, welcome to why I don't buy EA products, you know. <laughs> uh, not that's uh, electronic arts, not early access. But no, actually, that's, that's a really good point. And, you know... Both Brandon and I, you know, we, we've, we've brought this up in, in, in multiple podcasts over the time where, you know, we don't believe in X, Y, or Z. And we give you a hard time sometimes about choosing not to play these things. And here I am going, at what point? And you're like, I've already drawn that line in the sand. <laughs> yeah. So so you have, you have, you know, in some form right now, you are being a part of call-out culture by us sitting here at this podcast talking about, you know, uh... So uh, no, I so I am not. Uh, if someone asks me, I'll tell them, but I am not registering and tweeting on social media. You know, registering on Reddit or whatever. I'm not blasting it out to people that may not otherwise know. Care Technically, or hear. you are. When we talk well, about it in this podcast, well, people hear correct. your opinion. Right now, I am. So for right. the, I think we're up to, uh, you know, ten, twelve listeners, whatever it is. Uh, yep. They chances are they already. Well, they may already know me. Um, so yeah so in in effect i'm not saying you're part of cancel culture you're part of the 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 parent culture call out culture which is basically saying hey i've seen something i'm saying something which is what you've said which is actually 
fair enough and a, and a good point. Sure, but to be fair, I don't do that on everything I object to. Uh, there's there's a couple, like you said, lines in the sand that I just try not to cross. Uh, I also try not to pen myself into an absolute about it because they can change. Yeah. Yep. But your your um, what is it? Your criteria for their change is ridiculously high. Well, all right, all right, all right. Well, we're, that's that's in the case of like say EA. Uh, but what about Kevin Spacey or or Harvey Weinstein or or um, any uh, well, other? Technically, Kevin Spacey is working again because he got uh, not acquitted, but he got, you know, his accuser, his accuser died. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's that, too. Oh, really? (laughs) One of one of the accusers, the public accuser passed away. Oh, okay. And so. Um, But a a good example of that would probably actually be Louis C.K., in my opinion. I I, I would have no problem following again if he started working. Uh, Personally, I didn't really have a big problem with him to before based on what i understand what happened which was awkward misogynistic oh, yeah. but not sexual assault very awkward but, yeah well my understanding was it wasn't an actual assault but anyway let's not get yes into it that. is legally it's considered sexual assault okay well unwanted okay, my understanding sexual there was, advance there was not physical contact or entrapment. you don't need physical contact for sexual i understand assault. that's why I, anyway this is a big wormhole that we that is probably beyond the scope of the podcast so. No, no, it's actually perfect for it because you're, you're bringing up the fact that you have no problem with them working. You, you we both disagree. Uh, you know, I've I've said legally this is what it is. You've said, well, it not, but but I'm not is, I'm not a court that, of law, so right, right, and uh, you know, he's admitted to it, so that's all that really matters. And when he's gone back to making his jokes and doing his stand up, he's gone back to making fun of that, which is in bad taste, but. As well, is, some is, is, people have said, no, wait, no, this is, is a good point. Hold on, hold on. So. Some people have said, if someone like, uh, we'll say Dave Chappelle, uh, Dave Chappelle, you know, he could be offensive. He could be insulting. He can, in fact, his most recent uh, uh, Netflix special makes fun of Netflix itself. If he makes you laugh, then. Is it okay? Is it okay? Well, look at George Carlin. You know, George Carlin and, and um, Lenny Bruce, all these people who push the envelope. Uh, and, and, um, oh, I said his name earlier. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. Randy Murphy and, and whoever, you know, all, all these comedians. Bill Cosby they, in the seventies. Bill Cosby was milk toast in the seventies. Uh, that was his whole big thing with Eddie Murphy. You know, there's Eddie was working blue and, and Bill's like, you don't have to. And, uh, yeah. So yeah, anyway, sorry. the, the whole thing is, is that if they make you laugh and in that uncomfortableness that they create, you are learning something. You're seeing something in it, or you're finding humor in it. That's okay. You know. It, it, okay. 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 Say we we look at it at an artist like say Sheila Hubouf, who works very hard <laughs> to be awkward and and push his envelope. You know, is his weirdness any less effective as him as an actor as say uh, Kevin Spacey's uh, closeted behavior, possible closeted behavior? You know, what makes it okay? I guess in the case of a comedian, if he makes you laugh or she makes you laugh, then all good. If they make you think, all good. Um, Maybe? Not necessarily. It, because a comedian's job is to make you laugh. I mean, some of the if you laugh at those kind of jokes, then you're not going to be offended by some of the things that he's done and said. Is that I don't accurate? know if that's necessarily true. That's why it was a question. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if that's <laughs> I, I was walking all over your question. Sorry. I don't know if that's absolutely true, um, because there are times, you know, uh, self-deprecating humor. You can laugh at yourself. You can laugh at something that, you know, is wrong. You know, it, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, there is a definite there is a definite need for awareness. Uh, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe self-awareness is the key. If a comedian who likes Louis C.K., has been called out for sexual assault. He acknowledges um, it was wrong. Acknowledges that it happened. In the okay. case of Louis C.K., I don't think he's ever acknowledged that he was wrong. I, well, I, I don't know, but my understanding is he apologized. Well, that's there's so many. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not not I'm that going everything. By, I'm not going that everything by my... is fixed with an apology because that's not how the world works. But right. Well. Right. And, and really, actually, it's it's not up to me or it's not up to you. It's up to the people that possibly were wronged or yeah, were attacked true. right so you know what if 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 every single person if if every single person say harvey weinstein affected said you know what i forgive harvey let him take the punishment because he broke the laws but let him work you know let him it's cool all right you know what because forgiveness has been granted by people who were who were actually affected by it okay that's cool kevin yeah, but... spacey Go ahead. But that person is still technically labeled as a piece of shit in my mind. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. A talented piece of shit, but nonetheless, you yeah. know. Like, um, what's his face? Uh, uh, he's not. He's not technically done anything. Um, fuck is the guy's name? The midget who hangs out with the Rock. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Kevin Hart. Yes, Kevin Hart. I cannot fucking <laughs> stand Kevin Hart. I I I don't like his 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 comedy. To me, it's not funny. It's it's there's nothing about I mean, don't get me wrong, some of the shit he says is funny, and yes, I will chuckle, but for the most part, I think he's not funny. Now, the other thing he did was he cheated on his wife and all this other stuff. So to me, he falls into that piece of shit category. Um, so to me, he's an unfunny piece of shit. <laughs> now, not on par with Louis C.K., I would probably pay to go see Kevin Hart versus paying to go see Louis C.K. Um, I'm not going to support Louis C.K. because he falls into the, oh, he's a sexual abuser piece of shit, and I also don't find him funny. <laughs> oh, you know, the worst so part is, is that there are things that Louis C.K. says that are absolute truisms that are just, uh, that are funny, and it's it's kind of like one of those things. It's, it's, but here's, here, you know, it's actually really interesting and refreshing to hear you guys talk about this, because in many ways, you aren't saying X is X and and. A is A is basically, you know, there are extenuating circumstances in many cases, except for Kevin Hart. So, you know, the <laughs> <laughs> okay. so it's really kind of interesting to know that that this is that issues are, you know, all across the scale of what is good and what is bad. And looking at, you know, uh, EA, looking at uh, uh, crunch culture in game making and looking at Cosby and Spacey and Weinstein and, and Hart and CK and all of this, you know, there are different levels where they're at. Yes, terrible things have happened, but does that mean we can't enjoy their stuff anymore? In the case of Kevin Hart, yes, that means we should never have enjoyed their stuff in the first place. But I mean, know, he's done nothing wrong. He's done nothing illegal, I should say, as far as I know. I just don't like him. You don't like him. Fair enough. You know what? Maybe that's that's the answer right there. It's, it's, I don't it's, like, but you know, yeah, it's inherently subjective. Yeah, it's subjective, and that's where cancer cult can, cancer good cancel, cancel culture. culture. Boy, <laughs> put them together. Um, 
put those you know that's where it becomes an issue okay for example let's i'm going to take you we're going to walk away from all this and we're going to go into a whole different thing here and i'm going to talk about um cartoons again okay, and okay. uh recently with cartoons like steven universe and my little pony and uh, a couple of the other very new yeah, ones getting like uh, a re reboot right oh my little pony what anyway go ahead sorry <laughs> i was like my little pony is like old as dirt bro well yeah it did have a reboot about 10 years ago, and it's been going strong ever since. With that said, and, and male watchers of the show are called bronies. Um, with that said, you just have to throw uh, in that out these there. cultures, in these fan cultures, um, what happens is that they do something called relationshiping or technically shipping. They'll ship characters together. And in many cases, uh, it doesn't matter the gender of the two characters. It could be same, could be separate, could be completely not even of the dichotomy of male or female, whatever. You know, it, 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 it's just the fun that many of these, these fans have shipping characters. Okay, I don't, what do you mean by shipping characters? Relationship. Putting them into a relationship. Shipping. Oh, fanfic. Yes, uh, exactly. Yes, okay. yes. So sorry, not fanfic, but... The, the no. traditional tropes that are major yes. points of fanfic, which is Captain Picard and everyone. Mary Sue. Right. Yeah. But the thing well, is, is Picard that... And everyone. I, I don't... I'm sure it's out there, man. Data and everyone. No. The, the fanfic, that, that, was, that was an episode. That didn't have to be a fan... Anyway, sorry. The, uh, yeah. Fanfic is what creates these these things where the people then do the relationshiping, which has been shortened to shipping. Okay. So, I'm just putting the, the stage out there. Now... I, I because of um, some extremely lucky uh, Twitter friends that I have, uh, I have a friend who is a storyboard artist for My Little Pony, and okay. she shared a wonderful uh, uh, post from a producer uh, who basically said, "Look, you know this toxic." Um, let me step back a second. In this fanfic shipping world. There are people who get very uptight about how specific characters are treated. Which is um, amusing given My Little Pony is generally very happy-go-lucky. Right. And that's the thing. And we'll get to that too. The, the idea is that if your favorite character is suddenly put into a ship that you don't appreciate, things can go badly and... and People get really bent out of shape and it becomes super toxic. So this producer basically wrote and said, hey, look, I have to have conversations with people who don't understand. They make decisions and they're sitting here going, what is this whole thing about with shipping? You know, why is this character and this character together? Which, you know, the fanfic may have been written really well and it, and it may be really great stuff for say LGBT, you know, it may just have this terrific concept and, and handle it so wonderfully. And it brings together this awareness, you know, all these great things, but then you got this one knee beard or neck beard who is just so upset over how it was written and they become extremely toxic. And so the people who don't understand what's going on read the toxic comments and think the whole thing is toxic and so this whole idea of cancer cancel culture uh coming in and trying to stop people from making things that they want actually backfires because it it, it not only takes out the person who did the fanfic but it also takes out the whole culture that should be welcoming and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. does that make sense what I'm, I'm trying to share here i i think so yeah a little bit i kind of got you 
that the idea is that, be, you know, that people getting outraged does more damage beyond what they're trying to stop. Another yes. example. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I have an example, if you don't mind. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, as we, as, as some of the listeners know, um, I have a, an interesting relationship with Ubisoft and uh, one of their games, The Division 2, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I think, no, we, what's it about? It's, it's an yeah. interesting story that we just can't get into. But anyway, speaking of that story, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not the story, but um, the, the Division 2 is going through some interesting changes um, right now. And what people are doing is they're either with me or against me on a lot of aspects about the game. Now, I can honestly say I haven't played the game in, I want to say, four months. <laughs> so we uh, legitimately talked about the game more than you actually played it. Yes, yes. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, not that we know what that game is, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so new new things, are, I, I keep up on the news and stuff like that, so I'm not 100% behind. I'm just not actually playing the game. But... um. What people are doing now is, like I said, they're either with me or you're against me on certain aspects of the game. People want certain changes made, or some people want certain changes made, and they're ginning up support for it. And they're like, hey, look, this is what you want. You want to change this. You want to change this. You want to change this. But when it comes down to it, that change would actually be detrimental for everyone. <laughs> so these people are fighting you know, they're what, what do they call themselves? The silent majority are fighting the vocal minority and, and they're just going at it, going at it, going at it. And it's, it's actually kind of ridiculous. They, the producers, when they come out with their weekly, Hey, look, you know, we're going to talk about it. Um, they, they say, Hey, look, we're not going to do this change. So please stop asking. <laughs> but the people are constantly asking for the change. And now it's gotten to a point because, um, what was it? Uh, update five, uh, which happened a couple of months ago, was like we're not going to do this change now. In update six, which is coming in a couple of months, they're like we're considering doing this change because these people just won't shut the hell up. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, I, I can directly agree with that because uh, back when I worked on Red Orchestra, uh, they made me a moderator of the forum after uh after the game release because I, I worked on it they're like hey we can trust you we, we paid you money we can trust you so um part of the thing after that was part of the thing after that was that uh uh i i basically said i can't i can't be a moderator of this forum anymore for basically the exact same reasons brandon was saying is you had so many people arguing about stuff both using the same argument for and against the same thing I'm just like if if I stay a moderator, I am going to just ban people <laughs> all day long, and that is not good. So please remove my moderator privileges, and they did. Um, but yes, I totally understand that, and that's you know that that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like ten. I don't know if it's ten times worse, but it's probably equivalently bad in a any realism perceived game because everyone's like, well, I can go in my backyard and do that right now. Uh, no, no, you can't, you know? Yeah. Well, so, well with, with the division, it's just, it's just, it's, it's super annoying because it's like, all right, you, you've made this argument before and I, and, and I don't get me wrong. The argument makes some sense, Yeah, um, but to make that change would be detrimental for everyone. <laughs> it like strips away 
a fair amount of the enjoyment in game in in, in it, it strips out game mechanics that that people enjoy and people want to do so it's like why would we do this <laughs> but they're they're obviously going to consider it it's just it's just silly so, um, so i've got like, a counter example for you brandon okay um for example uh, a specific game some of you may have heard of called World of Warcraft uh, Classic Edition. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know, about 18 months ago or so, maybe a little longer, uh, people started clamoring for it and saying, hey, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Yeah. And ev- and those in charge are like, uh, <laughs> no, you think you do, <laughs> but you don't. Yes. And it turns out that, yeah, people wanted it and people are playing it. And um, it looks like they do want it. Yes, yes, but there is still there is still what is it? It's it's I think it's three different camps now in WoW Classic. You have the no changes people who are are people who want nothing that wasn't in the original release to do, anything that changes the original release is bugs bad. and all, <laughs> bugs and all. They want it all in there. They want the original. You have. Um, what are they called? Classic plus people. People that want classic, yes, but the things that didn't get put into classic, like uh, those those areas that were unfinished, they want them finished. You have those people. And then you have the people who are like, well, fuck, man, just add everything. <laughs> Any change that we can do, let's do it. Um, and those people are usually shouted down. Yeah, over. well, yeah, just switch over to the other client and play that game there. Exactly. But, you know, yeah. So, but the thing is, is that they, who, who's right? You know, it really can't, you really can't say looking at it now, who is right. Um, honestly, well, look at what, what the, uh, what is it? Blizzard is doing. Um, they're, they're, they're releasing content for WoW Classic, not in the exact same order that, um, it got released in originally, but they're, 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 adding and changing certain things so so they're doing kind of a, a classic plus kind of a no changes ish well actually actually not even coming close to the no changes they've basically told those people shush <laughs> um but they're 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 just you know they're adding and changing things fixing bugs that were there in the original and, and changing stuff i mean i i think it's a, a step in the right direction you know is it gonna is it gonna appease everyone absolutely not and they're gonna the, like, the, those people are going to yell, scream, everyone. jump up and down all they want. Try, trying to appease everyone is how we got new Coke. And we all know <laughs> what happened to that. You know, it's, it, this, this whole thing with cancel culture and call-out <laughs> culture. Yeah, I had to stop and think for a moment. Damn it. Um, we don't support thinking around here. No. It's, it's just really, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you have a good point. It is something that needs to be thought about, but do you need to be so outraged about it? Do you need to be so, well, I don't think you're a good person anymore. And everyone who's just like me says the same thing. You know, there are good things about it and there are bad things about it. And personally, the idea of, I think at any given time where we can be more informed about something, that's a good thing. So we can make our intelligent decisions based on those, that knowledge. You know, I think that's a really good thing to have. You know, like you, like Brandon said about, wow, you know, there are reasons to do things version A and there's reasons to do things versions B. Or in the case of of uh, uh, that uh, that indie game, Division 2, where there are good reasons not to do it. But, man, those arguments are kind of, there are some merit to it. So 
you know. So, uh, well, yes, it's absolutely good to be informed, but at the same time, you got to be informed about how you're getting your information as well. So right. If, if it's just some angry guy saying, you know, well, I could right. do it in my backyard, it's no good. If uh, I have watched plenty of like Jimquisition and stuff like that, but if you do nothing but watch Jimquisition, then everything is shit. And whether it is or not is irrelevant, but that is your perspective on the world, right? So, or, you know, Jim Quisition is a YouTube video where he's a critic. Yep. And it actually, he has a, if you ever looked at his history, he has a very long history as being a video game reviewer critic. Like, he, he worked in, um, I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, but he he is, he's, I, don't, I don't think he, his reviews are never good <laughs> to me. Every time I watch one of his reviews, I come I come away feeling worse than I did when I started watching the video. So by, by good, do you mean positive or do you mean reflecting the product in a good light? No, no. I or mean, both. you can have a negative review. Like a, a, a product is shit. And trust me, there are okay. quite a few games that are shit. But blood and bacon. Wait, wait, wait. He blood makes... and bacon. That's that's our blood and bacon call out. Right, right, right. Blood and bacon is not a so... shit Come on. So yeah, are we participating in call-out culture about the whole Blood and Bacon thing? Blood and bacon. I was actually trying to get a sponsorship from Blood and Bacon. It's, <laughs> we have to mention them at least once an episode. But uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I mean, uh, I did, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, his his reviews just, you know, you I feel like shit after watching them. It, it just, you know, I, I don't feel like. Right. Like, it makes you feel bad for liking what he has said is awful. No, not even liking what he said is awful. Even the, like, damn, yeah. I've taken the same stance as this man. This this guy is a fucking <laughs> yeah. It's it's like he projects a negative gloom of uh, a a gloom of gloom. I don't want to get into gloom? a fight with him or anything if he ever happens across this, which he probably won't. But you know, I, I just don't like the way he approaches things. That's 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 the gist of it. So all right, guys, let's let's on the home stretch here. If you had the ability to send one tweet that would cancel whatever it is, what would you cancel? I can't answer that question. Uh, I I don't don't ask him because he's not oh, even allowed oh, to answer no, that okay. either, right? I I know I know now. Okay, okay, that <laughs> that that put it in perspective. If it wasn't that, what's your second runner up? Video game wise, right? Because we don't want to get into politics no, or anything it, like that. Sure, yeah, <laughs> you know, let's okay, not do that. Okay. We, I think we did a great job dancing around quite a bit in this conversation. <laughs> um, video game wise, oh, let's see. I would cancel cloud-based gaming. Oh, oh, and Google Stadia. Yeah, cloud-based gaming. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't understand why I wouldn't want it on my computer. Well, I guess that's the whole point: is you can play it on a non-computer. You could play it on a refrigerator. So, so Ken, what would you cancel? Uh, I I was gonna say a thing, but then we kind of reined it back down to VG. So I would say no, no, no. You if you don't if you don't want to be a video game thing, well, no, no. Actually, it's it's a good one. It 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 is it, uh, uh, I would the the concept of season passes, Ooh. and especially the pre-sale thereof. Okay, okay. Good. You know something? Oh. I fucking agree with you. I 100 percent agree with you. Holy shit! No, no, no. <laughs> You absolutely agree? I absolutely absolutely. Agree. absolutely. 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 Because for the what the past, I want to say, three season passes that I've purchased have been absolutely shit and not worth it. Far Cry 5. Yeah, exactly. 
trying to think of any of the other ones. Uh, uh, Division 2. Division 2, yep. yep. The season yep. pass was so not fucking worth it. So what about you, Patrick? What would you cancel? Me? Early access. You know, I don't agree with the, that. The reason why... Well, it's because, you know, got to get the game now. The reason why no, is not because... No. Hold on. The, the reason why is because the idea... Twofold. One, using people to bug test and quality assurance. And two, not listening to people when they come up with issues. Now, granted, that opens up a can of worm that's that we've been talking about this whole episode. But the less you bring out the more control you as a as a uh, industry have over what you're going to present. Gosh, you know, I wonder how Death Stranding is doing. Okay, guys, um, I hope you have had a very interesting time talking about uh, uh, this. Uh, I still am going to disagree with you, by the way. That's just, fine. Not to add another five minutes, but... Um, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was you're... trying to sneak my way out without having an argument. <laughs> yeah. Um, early access, I, I feel... Depending on the on the game and the and the company behind it, can work out really well. Think about Kerbal Space Program. I've been oh, playing yeah. Kerbal Space Program for what yeah. forever. In, Sixteen in, in, years, in now. my opinion. Um, yeah. And you know, I, I remember when it started when I got that first version, and it was it was amazing. Even at that point. Um, yeah. Okay, and, you're and right. Golfers, what's that? You're right. Yeah. I am wrong. I will I will completely yeah. agree with you because not only Kerbal, but you had Minecraft as well. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Minecraft isn't really my thing, but I, I, no, 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 no. I, I'm just saying that type of style of early access, where yes. the where the the game continued to grow and build from there. Yeah, I completely agree with yeah. you. But mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of those come from more independent shops that are uh, the stereotypical "we're building this game out of love and in our garage" kind of thing, versus probably what. Patrick really objects to, and I, I would agree with it in this context, where it's any game that's released goes to early access by default. Yep. Uh, I, I think I think I'm more aiming towards games like Ark, um, where where they stay in early access as a defense, you know, or or whatever. I I, I maybe okay. I'll I'll change my answer <laughs> to the concept of using the people as quality assurance. Okay. Now, have you you've been a beta alpha tester or alpha beta tester, right? Yep. Isn't that the same thing? That's different. I signed up for that. I signed up for you didn't it. Pay for it. Right. That's Probably. right. I I I I was given access as an alpha tester. My opinions were listened to a little bit better. As a beta tester, all I was doing was trying to break the game. I can tell you that. <laughs> what's funny? What's funny is the cancel culture. In the alpha boards that I'm a member of, uh, you uh, theoretically, I, theoretically, yeah, th- that I'm technically uh, not allowed to talk about. But the alpha boards, nor did I. Fuck this. Um, they are so into trying to to instead of instead of listening to the vision that the developers have. Yes, they want to change it to what they want. Exactly, and yeah. there's quite a few of of the. <laughs> I, I was in a. Um, a test recently i'm not going to mention the game or anything like that where um quite a few uh people that were granted access were like well this is the worst game i've ever played and blah 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 and it's like well this is this is the alpha build (laughs) yeah 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 people but that's true i mean i've been doing this for uh i i've done that 15 20 years ago you know, getting involved in MMOs and whatnot. And that's been the case the whole way. People walk in at an alpha and they expect to be given a gold. Yeah. A finished polished project. They don't realize what it means to be uh, truly 
you know, an alpha tester. Um, there was uh, for a your, while there. Your if opinion you were doesn't honest, matter. Yeah, go go through. This is what you want you like. Uh, go ahead, Patrick. Sorry, I totally just shanghaied. No, no problem. I was just gonna say, you know, the the companies. If you were on a if you were a good alpha tester, you were guaranteed to get into any game mm -hmm. that you wanted because they knew. Okay, this person, this username, they're gonna play the game the best they can. Uh, and give us what they think versus, you know, this jabroni over here who's like, I want to be able to, you know, do this. Like, like uh, the uh, Matrix MMO, you know, I, I got to be Nero or Neo. Nero. 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 <laughs> yeah, you got to be Nero. You got to watch. City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, it just it, it, for a while there, it was it was it was actually very exciting because you would get right in and you would be able to say, OK, this is what's happening. Oh, hey, what about this balance? And people would listen to you. Um, but like you say, there's always people who come in and be like, this game sucks. You're not, if you're not going to do it my way, you're not going to do well at all. And, and I cannot imagine what it must be like for a developer to constantly get these mouth breathing people who come in and say, do it my way or, or you suck. Yeah. It, it, it actually, it kind of sucks because, uh, you know, me as a, another tester, I have to read this shit and it's like, damn it. If I comment on it and tell the person that they're a moron, then, then they're going to jump be... on you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, Ken, you've been a developer, and if you had somebody who was testing for you, and you had loud and obnoxious guy saying, do things my way, and then you had another guy going, hey, you know, I've run into this, 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 and this. I think maybe this should happen or something similar. Who would you listen to? Uh, I think the answer is very fairly uh, obvious. You have to listen to the really loudest person or else you won't Yeah, yeah, the jabroni. Opinion. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. And... So uh, when I was doing it, it was a closed alpha. I think they did, they had an open beta. I, I really can't remember. But during the closed test, uh, there was a core group of people that we knew were not going to be that kind of thing. So that that's why we didn't really have that kind of issue. Uh, and they had some professional testers as well. Um, but yes, it, I kind of explained that when I was like, I, I can't be on these forums. Cause I'm just going to ban people who are, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like serious. It was like, you know, blood pressure raising. And just like, because it, it, for me, it was really demoralizing because, you know, we, you know, we all struggled and put in this work and it, it was, it wasn't like a nine to five for us. It was all kind of like, we're, we're really in it to win it. Passion project. It, yeah. It was mostly a passion project. So, you know, when you have all these people and you'll have people who go up like, Hey, man, that was a great job. And you're like, okay, cool. Thank you. But when there's so much more uh, by volume, people usually because you know, almost you you'll it's like a restaurant truism. Almost no no one will tell you that it's good, but everyone will. But most black people will tell you it's wrong or something like that. I, right, I, whatever. Right, um, you you won't necessarily hear from satisfied people, but you right. will hear from unsatisfied. Exactly, people. Um, and so it can be really demoralizing if that's all you see day in day out. And so that's why, like, I've always like people that are full time community managers for games, like. I don't know how they do it. Do they just drink a lot? I mean, <laughs> it's simple. I don't say it's simple. It's it's basically if you want to write a response immediately, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you just you just don't be like ah, you know. And that's you know, that's that's a whole nother whole nother post on how to handle you know angry people from there. So yeah. Well, guys, it looks to be about that time again. Okay. Time I to think. take over the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, time to, uh, yep, grab a couple of weird looking mice and. <laughs> so, uh, 
thank you very much. I appreciate the conversation. I think uh, I really think we did a pretty good job of talking about a very touchy subject, uh, especially with. We left a lot on the table, though. We did. We certainly did, but that's it's, you know it's a difficult subject to talk about. That's pretty. It much is. It it stuff. is a difficult subject, but it's also a nice thing for us to be able to say certain amount of stuff and then have our listeners think about this. You know, we don't necessarily have to be right. Uh, and they can come into our Discord and yell at us. That's right. Check out Please our do. Discord. You want to go to www.lunchcrew.org for links to our Discord and uh, uh, also to uh, leave messages to us. Um, yep. You know you who can. you are. Wink. You can. Wink, wink. And, uh, nudge, nudge. Yeah. So uh, thanks very much to you, Brandon, to you, Ken, and to you, the listeners. And hey, Wes. And you, Patrick. Thanks very much, man. We'll see you next time. Bye.